0: welcome or welcome back to the fourth episode of my podcast, Japanology. So, today's episode is actually very close to my heart because it's about my second host family. I was really attached to the second host family. But anyways, so this podcast episode is... Bringing back like 3 months worth of memories and that's a lot. So after living with my first host family for about a month and a half, on September 28, 2019, I was supposed to meet my second host family and go stay with them from that day onwards. So I had to go to school from my first host family and then I would never come back to that host house. and. It just made me feel so overwhelmed, so like sad. The feeling I had was like you want to hold some moment and you want to just clutch to that moment and hold it for dear life. That was the feeling I was having. I didn't want to let go. I wanted to stay with my first lost family because I was so attached to them. I didn't know at that time that I would get attached to my second host family too. For me they were strangers as of now but finally in the evening my first host mom and my second host mom came to meet me and just pick me up and take me to the second host family like the second host house. I remember pretty well saying goodbye to my first host mom in front of the school cafeteria and her helping me into my second host mom's car. That was my last memory I had of my first host mom and the ride back to the new house was so tense for me. My new host mom kept making conversation but I had just blocked away the audios and sounds. I was just sitting there smiling to whatever she said even though I did not know what she was talking about. I just did not feel like talking to her because I was missing my first host family so much. Anyways, fast forward to two days later in my host, new host family, I got to know my second host family pretty well too. My second host family had a host dad, a host mom and my host sister Nene-san who was like a college senior. I also had a brother, host brother, but he was in Kyoto, studying in a university, so I never got to meet him. I instantly fell in love with my new host family because they were just so kind, so generous, and what made them special was that they took keen interest in whatever I like to do, what I like to eat, and they took interest in knowing about how my day went, what I did in school, How my club went and it made me feel very special with them and there was this incident with my host mom that she might have checked my Instagram before meeting me in person and she might have seen my picture with Totoro and the day I came to my new host family like I went to the new host house I was very nervous of course and she showed me her phone cover saying, You like Totoro, and see this Totoro on my phone cover. And it just made me smile. And it made me so happy that she was taking interest in things I like. Like, that's a big deal for me. Now, trust me, I wasn't expecting what I saw on the first day of meeting my new host family. Like, when I went to the house, I was just so surprised, I was taken aback at the house I was gonna stay in for the next three months. My host mom she opened the door for me, I got out and the next thing I see I'm standing in front of a wooden house, like it's completely a wooden house in a secluded forest area with just a roadway in the front and there were like huge tall green trees all around me surrounding me so the house was exceptionally all wood inside out and i was literally taken aback at first but it was much more interesting than you would call it surprising i also had so many first time experiences in japan with my second host family now let me share with you these experiences because they were a milestone in my life and i had fun doing those things with my second horse family so the first was my first haircut or my first visit to the salon in japan so it was a japanese salon experience with my second horse mom and so i The haircut I did was quite a drastic change to my usual haircut and my hair was pretty long. It was up till my lower back. When I got it cut in Japan, it came up to like my shoulder, above my shoulder. But anyways, I was really not sure if that looked good on me. But my second host mom, she documented everything that The whole experience of me in the salon, she recorded it and played pictures of it and she hyped me up so much after my haircut saying that I looked cute. I don't think I did but she just said it out of courtesy. and she was really really positive about my haircut. She loved my haircut. My host mom and I we bonded on another level. We bonded over sweets. We bonded over so many things. Over anime, over totoro. So we shared this liking for sweets. And she and I got to talking and found out that we both love cheesecake. Like we both can eat cheesecake at any hour in the day or any time. And after that, after that conversation about cheesecakes. She made a point to bring me all sorts of cheesecakes every day on her way back from office to to the home. Another first I had in Japan with my second host family was celebrating my 17th birthday away from home. So I celebrated my birthday with the Kamioka family and a day prior to my birthday my host mom took me to like the most posh and expensive place in osaka and it was a cheesecake factory kind of thing it's really popular in japan and she made me taste like different kinds of cheesecake cakes and she wanted me to choose a cheesecake for my birthday cake so i did that and on my birthday i had so much cheesecake in one sitting and it's not even funny i just kept scooping out chunks and pieces and just kept having it with my black coffee it was the best day and I love yakitori and my host family knew it of course they take so much interest in what I like and don't like and they made yakitori in bulk literally in bulk so that I could have it to my heart's content and I did I actually did so yakitori is like a grilled chicken skewer dipped in soy sauce I ate all kinds of yakitori on my birthday and I really did not feel like I was away from my family, away from my friends. They made me feel so happy, so at home, at ease and they made my birthday so special, knowing about everything I liked, bringing it to me and my host mom gifted me three Murakami books she got to know that I read Murakami I never told that to her but she noticed me reading Murakami in a train and she bought three books of Murakami that I wanted so bad and I that was the best gift anyone has ever given to me I love books and yeah it made my day second was dad and I also bonded a lot on different things we watched like weird Reality shows Japanese reality shows which are very funny to watch like they make no sense, but they are funny And also we bonded over cooking now I know I've told this to you that I hate cooking and I am NOT good at it, which is still true But my second host dad took me to this charity event where they cook okonomiyaki for like junior or kindergarten school kids and like a function in the schools for that we both cooked okonomiyaki on the grill like the actual Japanese grill and sold it for those of you who don't know okonomiyaki is Osaka's most famous like dish it is kind of a Japanese cabbage pancake with a lot of sauces and soy sauce of course and it's really famous and it's really tasty too So I had a lot of fun learning how to cook it on an actual grill. And also my host dad really makes the best Okonomiyaki. And it was the Okonomiyaki stall that we were running. It was filled with people coming and ordering, waiting for it for hours and hours. And it got sold out in the first 20 minutes only. Like how amazing is that? I'm so proud of my host dad and I am proud of myself too because I was able to cook Okonomiyaki without burning myself or messing things up. That's a big achievement on my part. So also the area I lived in with my second host family was like in a forest, in between a forest. The nearest station was Kawachi Nagano, the station of my school. And it was a 15 minute walk from up to the station. Now from my house till the station, there was only one bus that went and you could just take one bus so another first ex- first time experience for me was riding in a Japanese bus for the next two three months till the school I want to share this incident with you that happened to me at the bus stop but before that I need to give you this backstory too so let's start with the backstory so from my second host house till my school There was this 10 minute ride till the station and then a 15 minute walk from the station up till the school, like where my school was situated which was on a hill and the bus again just like the trains in Japan, the buses were also always on time, they were never late and I was never late for my bus except one day, just one day when it was raining really heavily and I just thought that I did not have school that day. I don't know why I thought that. So I ran as fast as I could and reached the bus stop, but the bus left in front of my eyes, right in front of my eyes, and I stood there under my umbrella, like half-drenched because it was pouring rain, and I just felt so sad that I missed the bus for the first time. Now, along with me every day, There were these two kindergarten kids who boarded the bus with me and their mom used to like drive them to the bus stop and then help them board the bus and then she would leave usually. So every day we greeted each other and we got acquainted and I got to know the kids mom and that day the day I was late She saw me and she was about to leave after leaving her children and it was so surreal in that moment that she asked me if she could take me in her car till the nearest bus station where the bus will stop and I could board the bus. I was so grateful to her that she was there at that time and offered help to me. So kind of her. And she dropped me at the next bus stop and I was able to board the bus on time like not on time I was of course late but the second bus stop I was on time there now good memories and the most kind people I got like got acquainted to make me remember every moment in Japan even after these two years but Japanese people they were so kind to me and I don't think I had many bad memories in Japan but Only the good memories stayed. I've told you all the good memories. Getting late for the bus was a bad memory. But still, it got overpowered with the kind gesture of that woman who helped me reach the bus stop on time. So yeah, I stayed with the Kamioka family for 2 months and 15 days. And my last day with them was very tough. The toughest I could imagine. Because I loved all three of my host families and I was lucky to be a part of them, but I'm most attached to my second host family. I've said this before. On my last day, I could not say goodbye to my host dad because he was in office. But when it was time to say goodbye to my host mom, my second host mom, I just couldn't. It was so hard. We both hugged and tears rolled down profusely from both our eyes. We were just literally crying there and none of us was leaving each other. We were just hugging so tightly that both of us didn't want to leave. She didn't want to send me away and I didn't want to go either. She was struggling to speak because we had cried so much. But she said to me that she would miss my stuff in the room. She would miss coming to the room like full of my stuff, my my club stuff, my books and everything, my Murakami novels. She said she would miss that. And also, she and I both agree to this and we said this to each other that we would miss eating cheesecake with each other and miss going on hunts for the best cheesecake in Osaka. My eyes are moist and My voice will crack up soon from nostalgia. Let's wrap up the episode right here, right now. And I'll see you all in the next episode. Till then, stay safe, stay happy. Matane!